In fact, David, I could go even further, and I will go further than what I actually said in my email. I know for a fact I was lied to, point blank, about the Australian Immunisation Register. Um, I was told um, in the joint Liberal National Party room, of which we're not supposed to uh, reveal what goes on there, but uh, I am revealing it because I was lied to. I have joined Pauline Hanson's One Nation. Uh, Pauline actually spoke to me late last year about um, joining One Nation. I have submitted the One Nation membership form. I've paid my dues. Uh, I am now officially a member. And uh, today, uh, One Nation is going to be announcing me as a candidate. May all that you stand for and that we stand for be preserved under the providence of God for the happiness of mankind. The trouble is caused by unthinking people who carelessly throw away ageless ideals as if they were old and outworn machinery. But it is the values of individual liberty, equality before the law and the supremacy of people over the state to which we can always with confidence return as a powerful and uniting force. Australia is not a secular country, it is a free country. Well, welcome to Pello Talk in this uh, special episode. It's the 2022 federal election and uh, well known right now is the fact that George Christensen has quit the federal Liberal Party, uh, the National Party and the LNP in Queensland. Joining me now is George Christensen. Welcome to The Good Source, George. Always great to have you on. Thanks very much, Dave. Good to be on. Now, uh, brand new news out this morning, hot off the press with the Courier-Mail, and first to video with the good source is uh, the fact that you have not only announced you're leaving the LNP, but you have chosen another Freedom Party, uh, another party, a Freedom Party, to, uh, to actually become a member of and throw your support behind for the coming federal election. Uh, spill the beans. Well, that's right. Uh, you know, I, I knew instinctively that I was going to leave the Liberal National Party because uh, I think there was just so much that was uh, done wrong or not done right uh, over the course of the last two years, uh, particularly with the pandemic, that I couldn't remain a member of the party. But um, I have joined Pauline Hanson's One Nation. Uh, Pauline actually spoke to me late last year about um, joining One Nation and... Uh, you know, dangled the prospect of perhaps staying on. Um, I wrestled with that for a long, long time. Um, but at the end of the day, I have uh, I have submitted a One Nation membership form. I've paid my dues. Uh, I am now officially a member. And uh, today, uh, One Nation is going to be announcing me as a candidate for them at the upcoming uh, 2022 election on uh, May the 21st, of course. Uh, and um, But as to where I'm running, well, that's going to be up to the uh, press conference. Actually, it's at 10.30 uh, today in Brisbane. So um, we'll be, uh, we'll be uh, announcing the finer details there. Um, David, I think that that's uh, the nuts and bolts of it. But uh, of course, um, I could wax lyrical on the reasons for that decision, but uh, I'll, I'll wait to see if that's what you want me to do. <laughs> yeah, look, we, we will get into that. I do have to tell everyone that I know the details. Uh, you and I have recorded an interview about 
uh, about your future with One Nation. Uh, and just out of respect for you and the fact that there's a, a way and a method that uh, you and One Nation wanted to release that information, uh, your confidence is uh, kept by uh, me as a professional. Um, so you, the, the press conference will happen at 10.30 and, uh, what, 11 o'clock is half an hour a good enough time? I'll release that uh, that groundbreaking interview at 11 o'clock? I, I think that uh, we go into that interview because it will uh, all be out there um, uh, by the shouting by 11 a.m. Great. So uh, watch that interview live if you can anywhere at 10.30 and then uh, head over to Good Source to share the, uh, the, the announcement with George Christensen in the Good Source studio. That will be fantastic. But let's talk about the reasons. The, the details of, of all that we'll, we'll see in the video later today. But um, the, the reasons, the, I mean, you got a huge response to your newsletter recently when you outlined uh, the fact that Australians, conservative Australians, freedom-loving Australians were your real motivation for leaving the LNP. And and I think this is also probably a really important thing to note is that that email, that newsletter uh, is something that people should be subscribing to. Head to georgechristensen.com.au and sign up to that newsletter because George is not leaving politics. He's joining One Nation. And uh, whatever happens in the federal election, he's not leaving politics. He's just getting off the leash, getting out of the major party discipline, uh, which has never been a comfortable fit for you, George. But um, we're going to be doing a lot of work together over the next uh, foreseeable future, uh, no matter what happens in the federal election. Let's talk about that a little bit. What have you got planned? Yeah. Well, we certainly will be doing a fair bit of work together. We've done a fair bit of work together uh, in the past. Uh, you got me into trouble. I'll blame you for it, uh, David, uh, for the um, uh, Conservative One Pandemic Unmasked podcast, which uh, we put yes, out yes, there yes. because uh, we had that uh, particular interview with uh, Dr. Robert Malone, where he gave his professional medical advice regarding uh, uh, inoculations for children. Um, you know, we got condemned for it. Uh, I got condemned for it. Um, and, uh, you know, it, um, it certainly triggered a lot of people. Um, yep. But these are the facts that you need to put out there uh, that aren't getting a hearing in the mainstream press. And, uh, you know, that, that's that's what I intend to do going forward, put out more right. and more information because uh, we talk about the culture wars. Well, the culture wars really are information wars. Um, we, we have people that are just bombarded uh, with the mainstream media, you know, fake news, legacy media, uh, just just dross. And that's the lying harlot media, George. Yeah, yeah. Look, um, and they get their uh, they they get their, uh, their their lines from their big corporate paymasters and also big government paymasters in some respects. Uh, and um, and and this is what, unfortunately has subverted our culture because the culture is made up of the people. And if all they're hearing from the big news media, from uh, the big uh, tech outfits, all they're hearing from those major cultural institutions is the one line, of course, mm -hmm. the culture is going to go in the one direction. So uh, I'll be working uh, with you guys at The Good Source to produce some high quality uh, material for the public um, that uh, that really will be countering uh, uh, that mainstream fake news narrative. And uh, the place to make sure you're not missing out on any of that content is, of course, the good source. But do subscribe to George's newsletter. 
georgechristensen.com.au. That is a newsletter you need to be on. And uh, I don't know if, George, you want to give away some of the numbers in that, but it is not a small movement. Uh, georgechristensen.com.au, you need to be in that newsletter because uh, you're not going to be getting (coughs) the truth from the lying harlot media. But it's like there's a lot of people that sign up to it, a lot, a lot, a lot of people, and it's mm-hmm. growing by the day. So uh, um, we might announce some numbers uh, later in the uh, in the year, but um, now to just say that it, it probably rivals some newspapers, the circulation that this uh, this newsletter gets. So uh, uh, there you go. And, but, and that's, um, that's their fault for sacrificing integrity. Uh, and, and that's why I call them... Um, the harlot is because they're faithless. They don't hold to the social contract, the covenant that they have with the Australian public to tell the truth and to be faithful uh, and and show a degree of fidelity with their job. Um, They harlot themselves by selling out their integrity and giving up their virtue for a bit of currency. Uh, It's it's really disastrous. But let's turn to... um, the content of one of your most recent uh, newsletter um, episodes, issues, um, which which got emailed to a lot of people and generated a lot of excitement for your mailing list. Um, tell me, what was the message that you were articulating there? Well, it was explaining to people why I had quit the LNP. Uh, and uh, it's quite simple, David. I quit the LNP because the LNP, uh, being the Liberal and National Parties in Coalition, Canberra uh, have not over this past two years stood up for uh, the people. They have not stood up for the freedoms of the people. Uh, right. And, you know, I, I hear the line all the time, oh, what happened in the regards to the pandemic, with the lockdowns, with the border closures, uh, particularly with the vaccine mandates, this was all the state governments doing. Uh, it had nothing to do with us that, that all these politicians had say at a federal level. It had nothing to do with us, and uh, we can't stop it. Well, that is arrant nonsense. I've got to tell you, absolute arrant nonsense. Right. Uh, they could have tried to stop it if they wanted to, but they didn't. And I put forward uh, probably the easiest way to stop this well and truly before the vaccine rollout occurred, and I said to them there needed to be changes made to the Australian Immunisation Register uh, to ensure that the data uh, from the register could not be misused for the purposes of terminating someone's employment or excluding them from uh, or excluding them from a service or provision of a service uh, or discriminating them or the like. That wasn't done. It wasn't done. And uh, it was a deliberate decision not to do it. In fact, David, I could go even further, and I will go further than what I actually said in my email. I know for a fact I was lied to point blank about the Australian Immunisation Register. Um, I was told um, in the joint Liberal National Party room, of which we're not supposed to uh, reveal what goes on there, but uh, I am revealing it because I was lied to. Uh, when that legislation come before the joint party room, uh, I said to the minister up the front selling it uh, that I had some serious issues with this because uh, there are a lot of people that were talking about the prospect of uh, a mandatory vaccine. And why, oh, why at this point in time were we bringing in an Australian, a compulsory registration on the Australian Immunisation Register? I said that that sets off alarm bells. 
oh no, was a response that come back. We're not intending on doing anything with this. This is information that is going to remain between doctors and the the, the public, and and that's it. It's it's going to be there for people to ensure that they know what vaccinations that they've got, what vaccinations their children have got. Um, we will not be making that data public. Well, the data did become public and it became uh-huh. public through that Australian Immunisation Register. So I was lied to and, and, and all the members of the Liberal National Coalition backbench that were in that meeting were lied to. Uh, and, and, you know, via us, I guess, the Australian public was lied to. Right. So, so Deb, how do I remain knowing this in, a, in, in, in that political party? I mean, I, I had an obligation while the parliamentary term was uh, was still ongoing to remain a member of the party because I was elected into it and there's a sort of ethical obligation that you have um, being elected to a party uh, with all the people that voted, not for you, but maybe for the, the brand name behind you, uh, for the people that handed out how to vote cards. And yep. I guess it's a two-way street, but for the leader of the party who... Um, would have given me some electoral boost, uh, but I've got to say that that works uh, two ways. There's some people that uh, probably didn't like the leader but voted for me. Um, uh, so, uh, you know, I, I, I satisfied that. Uh, yeah, the final great. sitting of Parliament came and went, and I knew that was the final sitting, and so I pulled the pin. Uh, That's more integrity the- than a, a lot of people do. There's a lot of people who change parties mid, mid-term. Um, I, I don't think it's even controversial anymore. I think dumping yeah. a sitting prime minister is probably more controversial and less uh, integrist. But, um, yeah, uh, yeah uh, I guess well, I'll just put it out there. If, if your local MP um, voted to change the prime minister in the middle of uh, a term of government, maybe uh, that MP's uh, career is over at this election. But uh, you, you've raised a very good point because I also raised it in my newsletter. Um when Tony Abbott was knifed by the Liberal Party, something really, really fatal occurred uh, within the coalition. Uh, I said in my newsletter that You're right. um, the Liberal Party lost its soul um, You're because right. what went out the door with the with the then Prime Minister was also the notion of having a set of political principles that mm-hmm. would um, that you would stand by. Uh, instead, political expediency become the order of the day. And, and the danger of that is that you just go whichever way the wind blows. You empty uh, your ballast of principles. You will go whichever way the wind is said to be blowing, not actually the way it is blowing, said to be blowing. And the people who say which way it's blowing, uh, once again, that fake news, legacy media. And so this is what happens. Uh, our body politic then becomes just driven by, you know, these uh, the Canberra bubble, as it's called, um, Yep. That, that, are, that are blowing it one way one week and blowing it the other way the, the next. And um, yep. uh, you wonder why there's been a litany of things that we've seen that uh, we've just been horrified at, at from a conservative government. And yes. I, I could go on and on and on. It's all in my newsletter. But actually uh, what pains me more is the list of things that haven't been done. I mean, uh, reform yep. of the ABC, where is that? Uh <coughs> Sorry. To the to the contrary, far from reforming it, they've exacerbated yeah, it by pumping more, more money into a broken model. Um, you know, uh, there's also uh, the issue about big tech that can still, you know, foreign 
social media corporations, um, some of the richest in the world that can uh, come in and um, and effectively uh, censor political discourse and philosophical discourse in this country. Hell, I mean, even even um, uh, WeChat censored the prime minister and nothing was done. Um, right. You know, what, you know what has been done is the government has proposed a bill saying uh, they need big tech to be yes. more censorious. That's right. That's right. So, so what they're going to do is crack down. So, so get this. On the one hand, they passed laws which basically made big tech fund uh, the big news, the big corporate media. So big tech now has to fund the big corporate media. Why? Because the big corporate media is on big tech. Go figure. I'm on big tech, but I don't get paid. So, uh, you know, right. uh, it's, a, it's a nice little learner that they've got going there. Yeah. Um, uh, but 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 so, so, so they did something to help out uh, the big corporate media. And now what they're going to do is actually set up some sort of regulatory authority that will be cracking down on non big corporate media, so, so small independent media that are on these platforms, using these platforms like Facebook and YouTube and uh, yeah. uh, Twitter, of course, I, I would suspect all of the above. Um, and, uh, and and they'll be cracking down on them for disinformation. Yeah. This is uh, a word that is now bandied about uh, without any sort of real authority behind the word. It's just Definition a word that you nothing. use... It, it yeah. is. It is a word that you use to try and shut down another side of a debate. Oh, that's disinformation. Oh, that's disinformation. Yeah. Um, well, well, you know, you got to prove sometimes that actually what someone else is saying is false. Just because you disagree with it, or just because you disagree with the interpretation of it, doesn't make it false. Doesn't make it disinformation. Correct. But it, Correct. It, it's this. It's this word that sort of used instead of saying, "Oh, that's a lie," or "That's false." It's disinformation. Yep. It makes it sound almost oh dangerous. They're helping someone. They're doing something yep. that's helping uh, maybe a foreign power or something like that. They're uh, yep. they're disinforming us. Well, it's going to tell you that the greatest purveyors of disinformation in this country uh, are both the political and media elite, and they're the ones that should be targeted if you really were going to go after that stuff. But I actually don't believe that. To be quite honest, don't believe that we should be going after anyone. I believe that. Oh, I, I think it you, should be. I, I, I do want to see a law. And, you know, I'm very much that libertarian free speech, private property thing where we don't tell corporations what to do. We just make better ones. Well, they stopped us from doing that. So gloves are off, guys. Sorry. Uh, what's absolutely clear now is you guys are a malevolent cancer on democracy and freedom. Uh, and, and I agree with uh, Chesterton, who said there there is a there is a thought which stops all thoughts and that is the only thought which should be stopped uh, and so that's yeah. the case with with um, you know free speech it's it's fantastic but when the <coughs> exercise of your free speech has a retarding effect on free speech then that's the natural boundary of free speech and so you know these big tech companies should be um, forbidden uh, these companies that share a monopoly should be forbidden from censoring anything that is not patently I, I, illegal. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. I agree with you there that uh, that 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 uh, you are either a, a platform or a publisher. Uh, you can't be um, pretend you're one and get away with um, right. you know, not getting hauled before a court for defamation for what you've got on your publication. Um, 
you know, so so uh, there is a, a good argument there. But um, what I believe is that we shouldn't be interfering, say, with the free press, not not necessarily uh, big tech interfering with the free press. And you know, we railed against that as right, a liberal right. national coalition when Labor were in power because they proposed to set up a massive press regulator. Um, well, we said no, not not on your life. Now we're proposing to set up an online press regulator for yep. small independent media that are on social media platforms. Yeah, uh, yep. this 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 beggars belief. This is uh, yeah. I, I just can't can't understand uh, where the coalition have gone. But um, anyway, that's not my problem anymore. Quite frankly, it really isn't. Uh, I, I'm no longer a member of the Liberal National Party. I will not be rejoining the Liberal National Party. Uh, I'm done with the Liberal National Party. I am a member of Pauline Hanson's One Nation. And I will remain a member of Pauline Hanson's One Nation well into the future. Good job and congratulations. Um, yeah, well done. I'm not a member of any party. I, uh, I get to call balls and strikes as I like. Uh, I want to know how and when Pauline disciplining you for stepping out of line and becoming maverick. I want to know what that would look like. <laughs> yeah, look, that'll, that'll, uh, uh, I, look, I don't think so. I think that Pauline actually uh, likes the... Uh, the spirit of freedom and the spirit of independence far too much to actually uh, ever haul anyone in. I mean, um, <clears throat> so that's uh, <laughs> that's that, and that's that's a good thing. Um, but look, actually, it if is. I could just finish on this, the there were two or three major things. I'll just say two major things that actually made me not just uh, question uh, why join One Nation, but actually ask the question why haven't I joined One Nation yet? Right. And that was obviously their policy around um, the pandemic, around vaccine mandates. Um, three things, I'll say three things. Their, their policy on on climate change and net zero, um, which I agree with wholeheartedly. They're the only mainstream political party that's out there questioning um, the so-called settled climate, climate science. And uh, the third thing, David, you must see One Nation's uh, policy on, on abortion, on life. Uh, it has to be um, probably, if not the best, one of the best uh, policies that uh, any party that has federal and state representation actually has in regards to uh, to the pro-life cause. So uh, that's why I'm, I'm very much uh, okay. pleased to be well, a member of One Nation. Well, we've got uh, Pauline Hanson coming in <coughs> as part of the uh, Good Source election survey coming up uh, where we will have... Um, representatives from every party talking about their strengths and also assessing uh, the strengths and weaknesses of other parties, honestly, um, not uh, gratuitously. Um, so you'll, um, I'll make sure to ask Pauline about her abortion policy and uh, get her to defend it. Um, but you're right, I think that's an incredibly important policy. And it was this time at the last federal election that Tanya Plibersek was announcing the Federal Labor Party was very <laughs> pro-abortion, wanting to make it more common and cheaper. Um, so that's that's a, a cult of death that nobody should be supporting. Um, but awesome. Look, uh, good luck at the press conference later today, 10.30 um, Eastern Standard Time. And uh, half an hour later on The Good Source and Dave Pellow, uh, channels, you will be able to see uh, a sit-down interview with George Christensen discussing more about One Nation, uh, about why he's chosen them, and exactly what his uh, future 
in the federal election will be um, as a member of One Nation and one of their candidates. George Christensen, uh, salute you as always for your courage and um, convictions um, to fight the good fight no matter what it costs you personally and politically. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you very much, David. Today, we need a special kind of courage. Not the kind needed in battle, but a kind which makes us stand up for everything that we know is right, everything that is true and honest. We need the kind of courage that can withstand the subtle corruption of the cynics, so that we can show the world that we are not afraid of the future.